so happy to have you again. This is Mediocre Millennial Advice. My name is Terry Deal. My name is Caitlin Nazaradin. And thanks for listening. Yeah. This is episode three. Episode three. We're going to eventually stop saying what episode it is, <laughs> but it's episode three. So let's just jump right in, Caitlin. Right. Highs and cries, baby. Let's go. All right. Um, cries. Just feeling a little anxious this week. Not really sure what it was. Just... Didn't you get CBD gummies in the mouth? I did. How... I've used them twice and I haven't noticed a difference, but I think oh, I might be like fuck off. Maybe it's placebo. It's yeah, pl- yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I got them and I was like, yes, because all the reviews are like, oh yeah, take one and like smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. And just I've taken them twice, haven't really noticed anything. Okay. So I don't know whether it's like I'm overthinking it. Like, why am I not calm? Yeah. And that's like, <laughs> yeah, calm, please, be calm, calm down. I understand. So. I feel like when I first started taking CBD, I was like, oh, I'm just, it just feels like melatonin. But now that I've been taking it, I notice. Yeah. So I can only hope for the best for you. Yeah. And I don't know if it's kind of mixed with my being on my period for the past like two months. Oh yeah, what? Right. Day, day 54? Yeah, day 54. You guys, if you've been keeping up, uh, Caitlin's <laughs> on day 54. <laughs> Shit. Got my IUD 54 days ago. It's been a blast. A blast. So truly. it's like, I can't tell whether I'm like anxious or I think like you just, yeah, or, it's, it's just like yeah. a mix of everything. So like once this is done, I'm like, my skin shit. So then I look in the mirror that I'm more anxious. So <laughs> it's really just not going well yeah, for I me. I think you just have to be patient. Yeah. Is that maybe eventually things will be okay, but not right now. <laughs> and the doctor's like, yeah. it'll be fine within the next few months. And I was like, it's already been two months. <laughs> How much longer am I going to have to wait? I'm like, well, no wonder I, like, people don't get pregnant on the IUD if they're constantly on their period. Yeah, they're like, it's like abstinence. Oh, I don't want to have sex. (laughs) Nobody will have sex with me. (laughs) That's why I'm not getting pregnant. Oh, God. Anyways. What about your high for the My high is my friend is getting married on Saturday. Beautiful. I am super excited. It's actually good with our topic of long distance today because they are a long distance relationship and he just got back. Two days ago, and he's permanently back in California. Wait, and they were long distance for a whole he year. Just got back. He just got back a couple days ago, and, and they, they have just, a week like, to getting get married. Yeah, oh my and they're getting god, getting married on Saturday, and then they have. It's funny. They get married, and then they um, have their honeymoon, and then he, his stuff is still in DC, so they're flying to DC, getting his stuff, and driving back. So they're spending like this, like month together. Wow. And I was just like, oh, I guess you're just making up for all that lost time within <laughs> one month. Yeah. Don't get tired of him. Oh my gosh. But Well, we'll get to that, that in a second yeah. because our episode, like Caitlin said, is about long distance, friendships, relationships, uh, all all of it in yeah. between, around, up, above. Uh, so yeah, we're excited for that, but about, about me. Guys. Let's get to me now. Yeah. <laughs> what we've all been waiting for. Um, yeah, we're just been waiting for Tara to just spill the beans about her life. Well, my cry for the week probably was that we went to the beach for the first time it was like the beautiful summer day in san diego and of course it got sunburned it wasn't the worst sunburn i always sunburn but it's just annoying i'm like okay we get it i'm white i need to put sunscreen on when i go outside i get it you don't need to remind me but my uh, high should have been that we didn't see anyone from high school when we went to the beach oh my gosh that's a that was a saving grace that is a saving grace yeah to be at the beach that you just grew up 
going to and to not see a single soul is it's not a just miracle. luck it's a miracle truly yeah you're right <laughs> um, but that well I don't think that was my high I think my high was obviously if you're listening to this podcast you might not be in San Diego but probably most of you are in San Diego or Los Angeles uh, Orange County area but in San Diego you probably saw all over Instagram that there is this like gorgeous sunset and double rainbow. Caitlin and I were just watching TV and she's like, oh, that looks pretty. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go take a picture for the Instagram story. So I go outside and I scream, lose them. Like, Caitlin, get your ass out here right now. It was just the prettiest sunset and double rainbow. And it was just the universe saying goodbye to June Gloom and hello, gay pride. It was, it was. impeccable. It was great. So I think that was just nice, and even today I felt like I was, I was tired, but in a better mood that the sun's out, it's not mm-hmm. shitty and rainy and gray anymore. Um, it's the first day of July, which I didn't even realize. I know. I was like, oh my god, we're June in it. already over. Yeah, see ya. Six months into 2019. Oh my gosh, just, it's flying by. Which is great, but also terrifying, because I think once it hits 2020, it's, like, that's game, you know, game yeah. time. We're in our 20s, it's 2020. Yeah, it's happening. We're just adults now. It's over. So might as well just, you know, put me in the home. I'm ready. (laughs) Take me away. You go with your parents. (laughs) We go at the same time. Gosh, so good. So yeah, let's just, I guess, hop right in to our topic, which is long distance relationships, whether that be friendships, dating relationships, all of the above. All of the above. We've had it all. I know. So I think Caitlin and I both have a lot of friendships that have kind of dispersed and spread uh throughout the country now some even other side of the world I have some I mean, yeah on, I mean you're going yeah. to London to see one of your yeah friends, so, so it's really cool because I think that your 20s are a very interesting time if you are someone who went to a university I feel like universities attract a lot of out-of-state and people that are just eager to travel and yeah. see the world and people just kind of disperse after graduation so Caitlin and I both, we were just talking about different topics and this was something that we both had in common where we have friends that moved either cross country to a different state and it's really important to learn how to be a good friend through whether it be like texting, phone calls, even just checking in, checking in Instagram DMs, like doing the bare minimum can also mean so much yeah. to a friend that's far away and yeah, I, mean, I think I think what we've talked about before is like even just from living in the sorority house and being with thirty of your friends like every day for like a year. Yeah. And then going to whether it's moving back to where you are and like you don't have any one that lives in San Diego. A lot of people stayed in Orange County mm-hmm. when we left and even though it's only an hour away, it's a lot different than yeah. Being across the street from someone or in the same apartment complex as people. So it's kind of like it's kind of like in high school where you wonder if you were friends with people because you saw them every day mm-hmm. or are you friends with them because like they're like real friends real and they're friends, people yeah. that you value. Yeah. It's kind of, it's like, again, once you are far from college, like, it's yeah. like, okay, am I, yeah. Are we like, and I think too, couch, yeah, you just start noticing that there's some people that are really good at like keeping friendships yeah. that are long distance and people that aren't as good at it, but finding the difference between someone who's just not very good at it and someone who just was a temporary friend. And I think that I've been going through that a lot too since I moved back home and away from a lot of people that I was really close with in Orange County. 
Um, but I think ev anywhere that you go, it's just nice knowing that there's probably people that are friends of friends. And if you, if you have good skill, like networking skills, yeah. you're going to be able to travel and have friends in any state or country that you go to or someone that's been there. So I think it is really important to know how to keep in touch with people. So I really just think that learning from, I mean, even our mistakes that we've made or your friend's yeah. mistakes about um, keeping up. Like I definitely, when I left for college, I lost touch with some of my friends from high school. Not completely, but there was a gap of time. Shout out Sydney Kerr. Uh, love you, girl. That Sydney and I were such good friends in high school and we both just got busy and kind of lost touch. But now we've kind of rekindled our mm -hmm. friendship and almost picked up where yeah. things left off. But sometimes that doesn't always happen. Yeah. And I've really learned from that friendship where, you know, we've talked it out multiple nights just up until yeah. 1 or 2 a.m. talking about it just time flies and you kind of miss a big chunk of someone's life if you don't keep mm -hmm. up with them. And you want to make sure that you are checking in and calling them when you think of them. I did have a friend that was telling me that she, what she does is, which is, I think, really cool, is that when she plans her weeks, she kind of plugs in when she's going to call or text someone. And she'll even write down specific names. And sometimes, maybe to you, like, that doesn't seem as genuine. But when life gets so hectic and busy... It is really nice to have a reminder, like, oh yeah, shit, it's like, putting time aside for your friends. Yeah, like, like that's I the need only to... way you can remember. Yeah, it's it's yeah. good enough. Yeah, so that was something that I learned from for sure. Like I, I'm going to visit one of my closest friends and old roommates. Um, she lives in London and goes to Oxford, and me and another girlfriend from college are flying up to go see her. And it's just. Of course, like being on different time zones, we don't talk, but yeah. making the effort to really be yeah. there for someone when you know, mm -hmm. like she just finished her first year at Oxford, like that yeah. is completely insane. Kicking ass. Like kicking ass. I, yeah. we, it, it would be silly not to go mm -hmm. and enjoy each other's company and celebrate each other and everything that's happened. You guys happened. were roommates, and, right? Yeah, we were, were roommates. roommates and, and I feel like it's one of those friendships where you guys can just pick up where you started. Yeah. You don't have to talk every day. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, sometimes... There are some people that I have noticed too that are, re they're just really good at keeping in touch and will talk to you every single day. And I'm not as good mm -hmm. at that. Like you're very good at that. Caitlin, I don't think I've ever met anyone that's more on top of friendships and multitasking during her day as Caitlin. So please enlighten me. How do you do it? I don't it? know. I think <laughs> I've been so used to, I had just a lot of friends who, I feel like there's kind of like, it's like there's two type of people. There's the people who initiate the conversation and yeah. the people who just kind of accept it when right. it comes to them. Right. And I've just been so used to initiating conversations that even people, like other people who initiate conversations are used to me just like doing it. Right. I'm just like the person who texts or reaches out all the stuff to mm -hmm. the point of annoying, but it's fine. Well, <laughs> triple text. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that it takes a certain level of confidence to triple text. Sometimes when you're in long distance friendships or relationships, you do have to triple yeah. text. I'm the kind of friend where if I'm on my phone, I'm on my phone, but if I'm not, I'm not. Yeah. And sometimes I need the reminder. And when Caitlin sends me five texts in a row, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotta get back to Caitlin. But then I'll also do that too, where I'm yeah. just like spitballing. I'll just send 10 mm -hmm. texts in a row and um, 
being confident in your friendships and not feeling like you're annoying someone if you really do want to talk to them or you need to talk through something, need advice about something. And I think a true friend will drop what they're doing to talk to you. Yeah. And I think that's something you have to learn too with long distance friendships. And a lot of people appreciate like having someone reach out to them being like, oh, I was just thinking of you. I hope like you're doing well on this and that. Yeah. Like just very simple, small things. Yeah. I think so. From people that you like don't see every day. Yeah. Like you see them on Instagram. You're like, oh yeah. Forgot about. I think it's so sweet. I've gotten a couple of like really just sweet DMs from people. If like, I don't know, something random about your job or I don't know. Like for me, I transitioning out of dance into graphic design. I've had some of my um, peers, I guess, or colleagues yeah. in college that I danced with reach out and be like, wow, like, it's so cool watching you pursue another art form. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's just so meaningful. Yeah, we were really close in college. Maybe we don't talk as much anymore, but the fact that I know that I have a connection in New York that if I were ever out there, yeah. I could be like, hey, what's up? Let's get a drink. And I think that's what's really important about your 20s is to know how to maintain those relationships because you never know when you're going to need... Not that you have to expect someone to owe you anything but yeah when you need someone to almost yeah explain the subway to you if you're you know like I don't yeah. know like some kind of connection later on that if you completely lose touch with someone mm-hmm. it's gonna feel weird to just randomly be like hey by the way yeah. I'm in your city do you want to hang out and you're like no like <laughs> you yeah. never made an effort before and it's weird coming back to where we went to high school and stuff like that because a lot of people who either A, stayed here and went somewhere locally, mm-hmm. or left and came back. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to see, like, okay, now that we're both here, exactly. are we going to hit it off again, or is this just not, not really, really working? Like, this yeah. was in the past, this isn't yeah. really going to, we don't have much in common anymore. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I mean, we've had some people where we're like, no, probably not. Uh, but then yeah. we've also picked it up with, like, quite a few people yeah. where it's like, oh, yeah. it's nice to have, like, a camaraderie here of, like, oh, people we went to yes. high school with. Yeah, it's so different, too, because I have noticed recently in the past couple of months that... Lost my train of thought. <laughs> what did I notice recently? Erica, Sydney. No, I because I ran. In, okay, I ran into a good girlfriend from freshman year of high school, and we kind of we lost touch completely. Yeah. Um, and I ran into her in my spin class, and it was just so funny catching up with her because social media makes it seem like yeah. you know what's going on in someone's life, and we just like started talking and. We've been watching the same people on social media and mm-hmm. we've been following each other this whole time, but it's so different to run into someone and to see someone. I think we both figured out now at least how to maintain long distance friendships and that we've learned from, I don't know, or even just watching other people do the same thing where I think that I have some friends that are really good at it and some friends that yeah. are not so good at it. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of suffering now because they are either in a new city and they don't know anyone or they aren't as confident to go out yeah. and meet new people because they haven't been in the habit of keeping mm-hmm. up with people. But I think it also goes hand in hand with dating. Yeah. Which, unfortunately, <laughs> Kayla and I both have gone through with long distance. So let's go right into it, Caitlin. Oh, am I starting? Yeah, cool. you're going to start. All right. Um... I was in a long-distance relationship for four years, starting my senior year in high school to my senior year in college. Mm-hmm. Um, it was basically the, it was basically long distance the entire time because I was two years older. So I went to college, and he stayed here, and then 
he went to college and mm-hmm. I was just an hour away. So we were always kind of a little far away. Mm-hmm. But I think because most of our relationship was long distance, it wasn't, it, it was just what we were used to. Yeah. And that was my first relationship. So yeah. I didn't have anything really to compare it to. So mm-hmm. I wasn't like, oh, I wish she was here all the time. Just because I didn't, yeah. I just thought yeah. that that was the amount of effort and time and right. stuff you put in. Right. Um, it is difficult. I think you could, we mm-hmm. both agree just with the whole aspect of like, watching other people in college like go to formals with their boyfriends and do mm-hmm. stuff like that and you're just like kind of get jealous of like oh they have they have their boyfriend here yeah yeah um i really enjoyed my relationship yeah. i think that it would have been much easier mm-hmm. being closer but yeah. we made it work i think by when he was in school he was a seven hour drive away which That's I just did. so nuts. I, a few. There's so many people that like do it once a month, or something and like you're that. one of them. Yeah, one of the strong. Yeah, so it didn't. It ago. didn't seem crazy to me yeah. until like people were like, "You drove 14 hours round trip." You're like, like in a three day weekend, young love. <laughs> and I was like, I remember one time I left at like five in the morning because I wanted to make it to my 1:30 math class, yeah. and everyone was like. Just skip the math. I was like, no, it's really important. I was like a math major. I was like, no, I'm really. I'm gonna I got really got it. Guys, the numbers are quarter. <laughs> I dropped numbers the major so that quarter, so I should have just slept in. But <laughs> it's, <laughs> looking back, my only regret. Is, <laughs> I should have just dropped that one class. I should have just dropped the class. No, I remember. This is totally. I just remember walking out of that class. Like I called my mom after the final, and I was like, I'm not gonna be a math major anymore. And just decided, right? I, I was like, yeah. I'm walking to the school of social sciences, yeah, and they are done. going to switch my major. Wow. Do you think that being in a long distance in college has prepared you for dating now, or hindered like the dating I process for you now? Prepared me, because I think yeah. I put so much effort and so much time, like just making sure things were okay, and like we were very good communicators. Like yeah. we never fought the four years yeah. we were together, and I think that's also in part of. We didn't see each other a lot. So, like, when yeah. we're seeing each other, we're not going to fight. Right. I, and we didn't really have much yeah, to fight about because we weren't... There wasn't really a jealousy aspect. I'm, like, pretty... Yeah. Pretty level, yeah. level-headed. And he was Confident, in yeah. high school for two years, so I knew all of his friends. And then when he went to school, it was like they knew that he was in a relationship, so I didn't really have to worry about that. Um, and he didn't, like, join a fraternity or anything like that. So there wasn't, like... And even if he would have, I don't mm-hmm. really think it would have made a big difference. Mm-hmm. But I think it prepared me because I... There was just so much more That's time probably. and energy and, like, thought that you had to go into, yeah. like, planning weekends, like, stuff like that and taking off work. Yeah. All that kind of stuff versus now, like, ideally, I would have someone who lived within the same vicinity where I could just see them after class. Right. I feel like I'm putting this together now. This is probably why you're such a good long-distance friend is that you were a really good long-distance girlfriend. And I think... That people that aren't used to... Been training for this my whole life. Yeah, you're really... You're like It's like the Olympics. You've been training for long-distance friendships by being in a really successful long-distance relationship, yeah. even though you guys broke yeah. up. But, yeah, you guys... I mean, the way that I've heard you talk about it just yeah. seemed like it was really good for both of you at the time. And Yeah. I think it just gets to a point where he was two years into college, and it was one of those things he's like, well, I want to kind of experience... College. College. Yeah. And, I mean, I totally understood it because there were times while I was in school where I was like, well, I guess it would be yeah. cool. And I had a lot of friends when I was in college who were breaking up with their high school boyfriends and all this kind of stuff. And I was thinking, I was like, oh, I guess. But I was like, but this is different. Yeah. And then when I got to him, it was like, 
No, it's not. And yeah. he was going to, a, and it was, I think it was different too because he was going to a different state and it was just a, a completely different ball game mm-hmm. versus like Irvine's like an hour away. It's still kind of the same yeah. energy as Carlsbad and all that kind of stuff. So I think it was just so different that he was like, no, I want to experience this yeah. fully. And yeah. I can't do that with you. Right. And it was like, still rough. a bummer. Rough. A bummer. <laughs> oh, darn. What might I say a bummer? Um, <laughs> but like looking, the relationship, I have no yeah. problems with. But I do think long, I think it's worth a shot. I had a lot of friends um, who were like younger than me that were like going in from high school, going to college. And they're like, do you think it's worth it? And I'm like, it's worth trying. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And then you can just say that you tried. Well, then. Also, you'll be an expert at long-distance friendships. So, I mean, I guess it's a plus. You could be like Caitlin. It's so funny, though, because, you know, I feel like I'm... I'm going to correct myself. My therapist would tell me (laughs) to not put myself down. I am a good long-distance friend. Mm -hmm. You're just an (laughs) excellent long-distance friend. Like, stellar. Thank you. A++. Such a good long-distance friend. You're just a good friend. But, you know, this is me just like, (laughs) you know, um, I'm sappy. My ego needs it. Thank you. But, yeah, I feel like I, very similarly, like, I, my whole relationship with my ex was long distance, and so I think that I just got so used to it that after we broke up, it was almost weird. Like, I couldn't even fathom having any kind of relationship Mm -hmm. that was in the same city, so I haven't dated anyone seriously since, but... Yeah, we had been really good friends from seventh grade through high school, and we both left for college, and I went to go visit, and we both were like, oh, we are into each other, and it's just different than, it was different than just meeting someone and being like, oh, I like you, let's start dating. It was like, oh, I'm I'm in love with you, let's start dating. So to have like a relationship start with I love you, and then also having to adjust to long distance and adjust from being friends to and being like in a relationship. Dynamic it was so, yeah, it was so stuff. strange. But yeah, we had an awesome relationship, but I look back on it and I noticed that I was kind of living two different lives because I had a life visiting him and where he went to school and then my life at UCI and I had two different friend groups and I missed out on a lot of stuff in Irvine that I wish I didn't miss out on but in the moment was so in love and so eager to make things work that I kind of just sacrificed a lot which not to say he didn't either but I was in a sorority and he wasn't and I had a lot of friends he wasn't in a sorority well he wasn't in a sorority (laughs) my god (laughs) sorry I'm so sorry well, I guess I'm might sorry, as well. No, no, might as well. He lived like across the street from two sororities, so he probably, you know, he was. He was in a one. sorority, and you know, him and all of his guy friends were kind of in love with each other, so it was kind of a sorority. <laughs> but no, he wasn't in a fraternity, so it's not like he was missing out on events, and I was just missing out on whole weekends of events to go see him. So, in a way, I felt like I was a little bit bitter, and I didn't realize it, and it kind of caught up with me mm-hmm. where. By the time we hit, um, I mean, we had different bumps in the road on the way, but we hit our last year of school and I went to a wedding with him and all of his friends were there and I missed out on like my last senior year philanthropy event for my sorority. And I was like, wow, I, this is so rough and so hard on me. And I feel like I have this like split Mm -hmm. life that I, I don't know how to keep up anymore. Yeah. 
So we ended up breaking up and it has been, I mean, it was really hard. It's been three years and I pretty much owe most of my current self to that relationship because I have developed, grown, and learned so much from the relationship itself through the breakup and to now where I, if I didn't have the experience with having such like a strong love for someone long distance, I don't think I would be the kind of friend or person I am today. So I think it is the same thing where I think if you do feel that way about someone and they are moving and you both want mm-hmm. to pursue long distance, I say go for it. But and if it's meant to me if it's, it's meant, meant to be, yeah. it's gonna work out regardless. Yeah. So it's worth trying. And like if it doesn't work for a quarter or a semester, then you tried when you come back for winter break, just be like, hey, this wasn't for me. I feel like I missed out on a lot. And yeah. I don't think we should continue this. Easiest easiest yeah. thing to do. Yeah. And I think once you hit post grad and you're in your twenties sometimes I think that you can have a lot of people in your saying like you're so young like you you don't want to miss out on your 20s but I think it's really it's case by case and it depends on the person that you're dating and the friends you have around you and like the kind of lifestyle you uphold but yeah I think it is possible to make it work it just obviously didn't work for either of us (laughs) I'm like totally like, do it, but like do it, but like I mean, I went to therapy after. <laughs> You're like therapy really helped me. Therapy really got me through, honestly. Uh, yeah, I I needed to go to therapy, and that was the push I needed. Was just the yeah. dealing with that amount of heartbreak, which I think can happen even with long distance friendships too. Yeah, and I think that you can feel that sense of heartbreak when you're not around your closest friends anymore and you don't hear from them as often and you feel like they've moved on. And I think anyone you spend, like we're 23, anyone you spent, like I was with him for like friendship. We were like all together, like friend and dating for like five years. Yeah. And when we broke up, I was 21. I'm like, I spent about like almost a quarter of my life with you in it. Of course, like you've shaped who I am as a person, and a lot of my memories are with that person. Yeah. And I think that the same thing goes with friendships, and it's hard sometimes looking back and being like, oh, I've spent, like... And it's hard sometimes, too, and this is, like, getting a little more off topic, but, like, when the relationships are toxic is realizing, yes, we've had all those memories together. Yeah. And all those memories were good, but it doesn't mean the memories that we're going to have in the future are going to be as good. It doesn't mean what we have right now is as good. Yeah. I agree. Long-distance friendships, relationships being more prevalent in this day and age, Mm -hmm. it is so easy to make it work with social media, FaceTime. We have all the technology and tools to make it work. It's just, are you willing to put in the work? And I've had friends who essentially have just ghosted me. Yeah. Or, like, just decided to, like, unfollow me and stuff. And I'm just saying, I'm like, okay, well, that's how you want to symbolically show that we're not friends anymore yeah that's fine my profile's still public so you're still gonna see me but so I guess yeah whatever but I mean I've had it where I've had like close friends and they've just unfollowed me on stuff or Mm -hmm. just never responded and I'm just like okay well I guess like I did all I could and I think at the end of the day like for a lot of my relationship it's like okay well if this fails I did everything I could could. it's nothing on my end yeah that made this not work I just wasn't they just didn't yeah. It just wasn't going to work. Yeah. That's so valid. And 
I think too, all of the skills and stories you hear, just everything that you are absorbing at this age is so vital because you never know when a situation is going to appear in your life where you're going to have to kind of navigate what's best for you. And so I think too, I know that, you know, if you're listening to this, this is our third episode and we really, our intention with this podcast was just to blatantly be as raw and ourselves as possible. And I think that there's a lot of really good content out there, but I think it still has that kind of like social media stamp on it. of Like we have our shit together or we are published authors and we have degrees in X, Y, and Z. And Caitlin and I saw this market for like 20 year olds, yeah, we don't know as yeah. much and don't have as much experience, but... I think it's enough to know that other people are going through the same yeah. things and how they're navigating stuff. Right, exactly. And I think it's just the more you're willing to listen to other people, be there for someone else, or just... It's really having an open mind, open heart, and just absorbing as much as possible. And I've kind of noticed myself really in the past... I mean, I would say 2019 in general, of just being so open to new friendships Mm -hmm. and rekindling old ones and just kind of being there for people as they're going through this very intense growing period. Like, it's the growing pains are so real. Mm -hmm. And even Caitlin and I coming to the consensus of putting this podcast out has taken a lot of effort, time, um, lots of moving parts, and we're just like very thankful that yeah. we have the um four <laughs> listeners that we have <laughs> but it's just Tara's family <laughs> big fans it's just Tara's big family fans. but we do have lots of ideas in store for mm-hmm. the direction of mediocre millennial advice and we just hope that if you feel like this is something that you want your friends to hear that you will share. Yeah. And if it speaks to you or if there's topics that you're like, hey, I think you guys should talk about this, totally reach out to us. Yeah, we've been brainstorming. Um, We have lots of episodes that are in the works and some guests that are coming on that we're really excited about too. And just to kind of talk about things that they are sort of experts in or things they have gone through just so you can be like, hey, it's not just me. Yeah. Um, and I haven't, I actually haven't talked to Caitlin about this yet, but I'm going to talk to you now, (laughs) is that, um, we do have a guest that is coming on soon. And when I was talking to her, it was just really, I had this epiphany that, yeah, when we sit and listen to podcasts, it's like, like I was saying, people that have degrees in X, Y, and Z that went to this amazing university and are pursuing their dreams that they've known that they were going to do since they Mm -hmm. were three. And that's not always the case. And sometimes it's just so nice to hear someone be like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. And that's, it just makes me really excited and happy to know that there, there is a market for what we're doing. And so, um, it was almost like a, I know that Kayla and I are both very confident in ourselves, but it was almost like a validation thing that I came yeah. to on my own where I was like, oh my God, this is important. I thought we were just <laughs> talking to ourselves, but wait, this is fucking cool. I thought like, we were just putting a mic on to be ourselves. <laughs> Because we do I this just like my own voice, all but... day. I'm here all the time. <laughs> you guys, it's 
getting it's absurd. So, it's so bad. I was like, hey, I'll leave before dinner because I just, I just feel like I can't be here for dinner again. <laughs> I think your family thinks I'm an orphan. I just have to go home. <laughs> I don't know if they know I have a home. Like, I think I'm gonna. I, I was here till like. 10 last night? That is past our bedtime, 10 too. something 10. last night. It was and a then, Sunday night. And then I'm here This is a Monday. Yeah, we're, we're recording Sometimes I gotta work with you guys, so that's fine. Yeah. But. No, we're. It's. It's good. <laughs> but this was our third episode. Yes, and number we three. How many times it? are we gonna say that? This is our third episode, guys. <laughs> well. <laughs> you listen to one, and then you listen to number two, and then this is number three. And they're so gonna stop you. there. Yeah. But next Tuesday, we will have next our. Tuesday. Fourth episode out. Number four. Let me just, four comes after three, (laughs) number four is coming out next Tuesday. So yeah, we've decided that Tuesdays will be Mediocre Millennial Advice Tuesdays. Um, Same day as Taco Tuesday, wouldn't have it any other way. It's how it's got to go. You got to listen, you got to eat tacos at the same time. That's how it's got to go. So we're really stoked about that. Um, Yeah, so make sure you like, comment, subscribe to Mediocre Millennial Advice if you enjoyed this. Follow us on Instagram at MMAPod. Or follow me on Instagram at C-A-I-T-J-O-Y-Y-Y. And me at, at T-E-R-R-A-A-N-N-D-E-A-L. That's Tara and Deal spelled out. And those are all on Instagram. We're not on anything else. So <laughs> just follow us there. And we'll, we'll, ca- yeah, we'll catch you next, next week. week, I guess. Thanks, guys. Bye. See ya. Bye. <laughs>